Hola, hola. Welcome to the Bruja Broadcast. This is Dion. And Sasha. Join us today as we serve up some Brujeria Latina with a side of astrology and herbology bundled with some stories and sass. Hola, hola. Welcome back. Hey, how are you today? Doing all right. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. I'm feeling nice and witchy and homey, which is great, you know? Yes. Especially for what we're going to be talking about today, so. Yes, temperatures definitely drop. We're cozying in. We're cozying in. Like last night when I um, tucked my kids in, you know, they, I'm, the, I'm definitely the one that has the least resistance to cold. So like the heater here is always like a 70 <laughs> or 73. <laughs> if you let me 80, but no, 70, <laughs> I, I do 70 so that they don't sweat. Um, and so when I'm, you know, tucking my son in last night, he only had like one sheet. I'm like, it was, it, it was a warm one. It's like a thick, you know, whatever. And I'm like, do you want two sheets so you can be comfy and cozy? And he's like, no, mom, it's hot. And I'm like, you know, because obviously we have the heater on, plus right. he had the sheet. And I'm like, but you'll just feel so much cozier. And he's like, no, mom. And I'm like, okay. And so I go off and then I go, you know, tuck sad eye and kiss her, whatever. I don't even ask her because I mean, she sweats like through her head. Uh-huh. Like, it's a miracle I can get even get one sheet on her. Like, <laughs> she's normally like very warm blooded. So then I go back to Mateo and, um, and I just brought the second sheet in and I tucked him in and I put it, in. it was like just a fluffy comforter. It wasn't very warm, but it was just like fluffy. Mm-hmm. I put it in and he's like, oh, that does feel good. And I'm like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> like, I got away with it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Obviously, when I just checked, when I woke him up in the morning, he had kicked it off. But, you know, I felt good for a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> From And then I was sleeping with like with three, you know. And then I touched Luis and he's like all sweating. He's like, you know, like, why are you sweating? And he's like, you have three comforters on our bed. <laughs> why do you think I'm sweating? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm cold. <laughs> so, yeah, my thermostat is definitely different from other people's. Excellent. That's yeah. great. Very, my thermostat is definitely rigged for the Caribbean. <laughs> and it's like your warmth. You're like snuggling in your kids. I love it. Uh, yeah, I loved it. <laughs> I, I, I just loved it when I, when I tucked them in and it was like this little plush comforter. And he's like, oh, that does feel good. Yeah. <laughs> I won him over. <laughs> okay. All right. So we're going to talk about Yule. Yes. And well... And the winter solstice more than anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's winter solstice. And that's what we, because I mean, that's what we actually celebrate um, in in Brujeria and in, you know, in Latin culture first. And then, yeah, Yule is more, is it more Nordic or European? Yeah, it is more European for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, But that's what we're going to talk about today that like Yule and winter solstice and all the, the crossovers and obviously our favorite people the colonizers <laughs> how they made christmas you know how it's all basically mm, the same thing yeah, and we're diving into a little bit of a puerto rican uh celebration the way we do it yeah sure yeah. which is the longest one in the world I'm so excited <laughs> yep. yeah so let's do that all right okay so the winter solstice first of all is on december 21st yes and it the characterization of it is basically it is the um it is the longest night of the year Mm -hmm. and the shortest day Mm -hmm. and then so uh, for me that's always been like confusing because people say the return of the light and i'm like the return of light but it's the longest night right right but it's because since it was the longest night after that period uh it's gonna i think it's like by a minute it's gonna start getting longer each day until we get to the summer solstice in june and then by from then it starts getting shorter 
So, uh, that's always like, like if it's like it's like we're turning on the light. It's super dark. What are people talking about? Well, that's why winter solstice. Like, even though I enjoy celebrating in the summer solstice, winter solstice is my favorite because I'm like the sun's coming back to us now. <laughs> I guess I'm I, I I guess I'm like more of a short term visionary. So I'm like in the I like the summer one where I can actually see that it's the longest one. Yeah, so it's the longest night of the year. But people would call it the return of the light because after that period, then it's every every day it's going to be a minute longer until we get to summer when then it's going to be the longest. Um, and one of the main traditions is actually waiting up for the sunset that mm-hmm. day for the sun break, not for the sun, not sunset, sun, it's, sun break. Is that the up? Yeah, it's when the sun comes up. Yeah, I guess so. Day break? Day break. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's a word in there. (laughs) El amanecer. (laughs) There you go. There's the word for you. Amanecer. When the the sun comes up. Yeah. So there you go. Um, And then I think that this is probably, you know, when we go back to any of the traditions, the indigenous traditions, the, you know, prehistoric traditions, when people, like, before we started marking calendars, this is just definitely one of the traditions that you can see throughout, like, history, these two dates, right, in summer and winter that have been repeatedly, you can find evidence that people have celebrated and and have structures and and they've, you know, continuously, it's, you know, they're anchors in history in all cultures. And I think you have a list of um, different celebrations yes. throughout the world. If you want to go ahead and... Oh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead and just, like, let's talk about them. So, uh, soil... So, I was raised in Arizona, which um, is very... I mean, everything's indigenous land. But there's, the presence is a lot more pre- there. and Recognized. So, yeah. And so, uh, the Hopi who live in northern Arizona, they have the Kachina dolls. So soil is the winter solstice solstice celebration of the Hopi Indians of northern Arizona. The ceremonies and rituals include purification, dancing, sometimes gift giving. Uh, at the time of the solstice, that's when the Hopis welcome the Kachinas. And Kachinas are these perspect- uh, protective spirits that live all in the mountains. Mm. And then they welcome them and they come down from the mountains. And then the prayer sti- uh, they craft prayer sticks. And that's going to be used for various blessings and rituals throughout the year. Got Yalda. That's the Persian festival. That is the winter solstice in Iran. Uh, started in ancient times. It marks the last day of the Persian month of Azar. Yalda is viewed traditionally as the victory of light over dark and the birthday of the sun god Mithra. Families celebrate together with special foods, nuts, pomegranates, and some stay awake all night to welcome the long morning sun. So Saturnalia, that's the more pop like yeah, that's we'll talk about that one a little bit later okay because that's the ancient roman one mm-hmm. and then when we get into like christmas we'll talk about that one because that's the precursor the, the one that came before christmas oh okay okay and then um i've got midwinter in antarctica so antarctica that's gotta be cool. i know right <laughs> uh antarctica gets its share of social celebration the researchers staying there uh, over the long dangerously cold season have like created rituals i guess while those of us on the northern hemisphere are enjoying most of the daylight hours in the summer hem- in the southern hemisphere they are celebrating midwinter uh festivals or festivities include special meats film and films and handmade gifts and then saint lucia's day celebrate as the festival of lights celebrated in scandinavia 
and see it's celebrated around oh sounds early winter through solstice it's meant to honor saint lucia a christian martyr it's been incorporated with earlier norse solstice traditions such as lighting fires to ward off the spirits during the longest night girls dress up in white gowns with red sashes wear wreaths of candles on their heads really that's cool well, unless your hair catches fire. Yeah, unless your hair catches fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they do that in honor of St. Lucia. And then Dongzi, which you've heard of? Mm-hmm. That's the Chinese one. And I, all I because I dated somebody. Um, uh, all I remember is the food, because all the foods are going to be, the intent is for the foods to warm you up. So there's like lots of spices. And I've ginger, read about that. And like all the foods have to warm, like the tea, it's like all the beverages are warm. But it, it's very specific foods and they warm you up from like inside and the, the, like and it's like touching certain points like inside like to warm you up so cool mm-hmm. uh so dongzi is the arrival of winter it's important an important festival in china it's a time for family to get together and celebrate the year that they've had based on the traditional chinese celestial calendar the holiday generally falls between the 21st and 3rd of december although or from january no, it says December, oh, which is yeah. weird. Well, it's 21st of December. Yeah. And then and the, th- and the, and the 3rd of January, because oh. those are the 12 days of Christmas. Oh, okay. Uh, it is thought to have started as an end of harvest festival, with workers returning from the fields and enjoying the fruits of their labors with family, and special foods such as tang yuan, uh, glutinous rice balls are enjoyed. But that's really cool about the heating up. And it's weird because, I don't know, this random fact... In the Mormon religion, they tell you to stay away from anything warm. Anything that will heat your body up. <laughs> that's so yeah, strange. That's, I, I, I was in Utah in, in the 80s, so obviously I'm dating myself here. But um, And things have changed after the... I believe that lots of things changed once they did the bid for the Winter Olympics in 96. Oh. They had to change a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I think they got into... Like, because of commercial purposes, I think they bought, like, bottling plant for Coke or whatever. But back in the 80s, when I was there, there was, like, no caffeine. So there was no Coke. Mm-hmm. There was no, um, like, like teas, black teas, caffeine, like, coffee, like, any of this. Um, none of that was allowed. And so, you know, it, and then nothing warm, like, like hot teas, coffee, yeah. all of that was said to be bad because it warms you inside. And alcohol, the same thing, because it warms you inside. Yeah. Fun fact about alcohol, obviously I don't drink, but um, most of the countries that are like the most alcoholic countries in the world Mm -hmm. are cold countries, right? Because they're using it to like warm themselves. And then Puerto Rico is the most alcoholic country. That's it's the first. It's, I think it's the fifth most alcoholic country in the world. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But it's the first one that's not a cold one. So the other ones are like Finland and Russia and stuff like that. Places yeah. that are really cold. And then Puerto Rico is the first one that's just like, oh, no, we're, we're, we're just drinkers. Yep. We just like to be hot. <laughs> we just like to be hot. <laughs> it's hot on the outside. We're going to be hot inside, too. Yeah. That's just like weird, fun, random facts. And it has nothing to do with the winter solstice, except that we drink equally the same. Well, <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So definitely. So I'm, you mentioned Saturnalia. Um, so I just remember that when we've talked about like the the winter solstice being and the winter solstice is also on the wheel of the year Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the wheel of the year like we have four that are agrarian and four that are like astrology based and so this would be one of the astrological ones because it is the the 
the solstice, right? So it's the equinoxes and the solstice, and then the other ones are like just um, like the harvest ones. Right. So this would be one of the astrological ones. And then, um, although we're talking, and then um, in 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 the Americas, you know, the main the Mayans, the Taínos, the Incas, they all also celebrated. The winter solstice, oh yeah, hugely yeah, yeah. the Aztecs as well, and um, maybe you have more information. I do know that for the Inc, um, for the Incas in Peru, it was the first day of the year. Okay, so it's their New Year's Day, and so when it was the winter solstice, okay, that's New Year's Day, and so that that's something that um, of relevance and you know it makes sense. It's like okay, New Year, right? Because January first which is the day that we use as the new year isn't really a relevant it, the only reason that new year's is celebrated on january 1st is because it was the day that the senate started um the term of the senator started in rome really yeah so it has no importance right most people like up before that if you look at it like if you look at um like the chinese new year it's the first new moon um is it the first new moon I think it's the first new moon in like the astrological sign so the first new moon of the astrological sign other countries it's the first like spring because it's like spring things are starting so right it's just like there trying to think what are the other ones but it's usually you know things that make sense <laughs> right things Plan- that make alignment sense. that happen every year <laughs> yeah that makes sense yeah no, we can check, check yeah, it out. yeah things you can see things you, the winter solstice yes you know? yeah <laughs> you know that um the, there's gonna be more light now right it's right the returning of the light so yeah things that make sense the january 1st is a very very um aleatory is that a word that makes sense there like mm-hmm. a very it's not random but very designated like okay it's gonna be this because that's when they start working right anyways and we've adopted it and speaking of adopting there's also lots of things that have been adopted throughout but um saturnalia if you want to read what you have there but um saturnalia basically it was the old ancient rome festival that lasted for about a week and this is the precursor of christmas okay this is where gift giving comes from because since it was related to we were like in the darkness and they were celebrating that we were getting close to coming back to the celebration of the of um the light Mm -hmm. they would gift candles oh so this is like where the whole gift giving comes from this is like what you've heard of the traditions of like in the reversal of roles like the um the slaves um you know being they would do the slaves would be free for a day and so like later on when they had like the masters would be serving the servants or the the slaves and stuff like that that all comes from saturnalia and that later or nowadays since people don't have slaves anymore hopefully well some people do whatever (laughs) um or servants most people don't um that whole thing has turned into what's like the charity right and that's what that's where that comes from it's the whole like give to others right you put yourself in a position of like serving others Mm -hmm. and that all comes from saturnalia as well and so it, I mean, it was a whole week and there was a lot of debauchery and fun and having, and, you know, that's also where Christmas parties come from, you right. know, let's go out and be merry, and, you know, um, and you're going to go into the symbols later on, but that's, you know, all the symbols of the holly and the, the they all come from that kind of um, time and the partying and everything. So that's one there. Um, and if you want to go ahead and do the what you have for Saturnalia, do you have any oh. other details there? Uh, let's see. It's just 
most closely link with modern celebration of Christmas. The festival happened around the time of the winter solstice and celebrated the end of planting season. There were games and feasts and gift giving for several days and social order was inverted. Slaves did not work and were briefly treated as equals. There you go. Yeah. And um, yeah, so that, that turned into when, when, when they turned into Christ, Christians and that's when they're like, oh, so this is such a good party and you know, it's, and it's an important celebration because of the winter solstice. And then that's when they decided, oh, this is going to be, you know, Christ's birthday. And that's how right. they decided. <laughs> like, this is an important day. The sun is returning. And the, the sun is returning. Oh, like the, you know? Peace. Yeah. And that's how they decided. Although historical um, st- scholars say it was probably closer to March. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've heard, too. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of debate on that. But we're not going to get into it because it doesn't concern us because we're paying. <laughs> so, um, then going into other traditions because there's a lot of for everything that's like christmas related that we look at like what the kids celebrate and you and i both have younger kids so obviously although we're raising them i'm at least i'm raising my pagan you know and i've never taught them like santa or any of this stuff and they obviously want to buy into it because it means you know stuff for them more presents yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're, they're like i don't care if you don't believe in it i'm gonna believe if it means that somebody's giving me presents i'll sign up for it yeah you know? let that stranger come down they're our like, chimney yeah. like, I'll sign up for it. <laughs> it means gifts it means toys sure i'll sign up for it i don't give a sh-. and then um all those are more of the scandinavian and norse you know and so i've always you know even when they were little i was like oh no then you know I was like somebody that existed and he gave gifts to little to people and people do it now to commemorate and celebrate that and it's in that spirit. So I've never told him that the dude existed or anything like that or that exists still. And um, But they're like, you know, they hear it at school, they hear from other right. kids and they're like, yeah, no, I, I believe. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> um, but that can come from like Odin, right? Okay. Because Odin was originally like the white bearded traveler. He had a cloak and he had a hood flying through the sky with his eight legged horse, right? Ah. And, um, huh. and his elves created magical tools like Thor's hammer. Right. Created by his elves. How? Of course. Right. So there you go, <laughs> and um, and they were called the Northmen. So people say, oh, he lives in the north. Uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. so there you go. Um, other people say it was like Saint Nick, which was like this dude that was like nice and pregnant and was like building toys for the like the poor kids around, whatever. And that I think you know Saint Nick, whatever. That might be like a second version, just like revisited by the church. Seems a little nice. Yeah, yeah. And it just seems like you know, it just seems like a revisited catholic version yeah but still yeah and so it's still there and so you have that as well so you have the odin or you have saint nick there's both them one i think is finnish and one is scandinavian they're but they're both scandinavian up there they're yeah for us that were way down here yeah they're, def- they're definitely a lot of hand movements there's a lot of hand movements <laughs> if you hear you would don't definitely where i'm pointing to on the map <laughs> Um, but there, and I'm, it's not where we're going with this today anyways, but there's definitely a lot of, um, you could look it up, right? And there's, you can see that there's tons of parallels and, and everything's been adopted. Right. Um, adopted and re- repurposed. Yes. <laughs> nice. What, it, what is it called when you take um, furniture and you up, up, it's not uphold it. It's not upholster. It's not, um, 
refinish oh shit no no there's a word you know that they when reclaim yeah repur no repurpose is good it, repurpose is good but there was a word that came into play a couple of years ago that people like you know like this you know that somebody bought it they they, they go yeah, and yeah. they 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 make it fancy and then they sell it for really expensive yes you know what i'm talking yes, about right? I yes i do i don't <laughs> so that's what happened to christmas <laughs> somebody bought it at the at the you know local goodwill and yeah. then they slapped and paid on it and then they sold it for more expensive yes that's what happened to all these traditions there upcycle upcycle <laughs> yes we yes, got there. you remember the word <laughs> So, all those traditions were upcycled. <laughs> Excellent. And if you want to, you could find out the origins of it. Um, then, and we can and and going back to right the um, like for example in Puerto Rico and you know, in the Caribbean, I know that one of the things is that there there the there wasn't any planting right. But obviously, it's a tropical country, so there wasn't like you know it wasn't cold right but the days are shorter but it was drier right mm -hmm. and then it's you've already harvested it's just like and it's not time to plant anymore so it's just like dry season it's kind of like there's nothing to do so that's why we party yeah oh <laughs> that's why we have, oh. to have the party you know um so one of the things is okay so we talked about the winter solstice and the dates um one of the things that i would like to um the 12 days of christmas right okay 12 days of Christmas, and I've seen people that start like, oh, it's December 1st, like when the month starts. And other people are like, oh, it's the 12 days right before Christmas, like December 12th to like December 24th. Mm -hmm. Other people do like December 25th to whatever, what would it be, like the 6th or something so, like yeah, that? Yeah, 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 right around there. Until like Three Kings Day, which always made sense to me because like, oh, you know, be the two day, the two Christian holidays, right? right? Like between jesus birthday and the three kings day and uh -huh. the three kings arriving which let me just tell you the three kings coming in from like persia and walking up to where jesus was born would have taken them about 10 months right right so if they arrived like 12 days later it was probably a year and 12 days later right. the dude was a toddler you know and pooping his diapers <laughs> just so just so we're clear on that <laughs> so and then but it's actually supposed to be the 12 days starting on the winter solstice so it's 12 21 oh through, and then 12 days later cool so it's till the end of the year basically yeah let me see that would be the dia would be so the 31st 10, 10 and then the first see. and that 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 may be how the romans decided when the guys were going to start working and that may be where the new year start from oh that's something we gotta yeah yeah dig into we don't have to but it might be interesting too yeah yeah because i've always wondered because i know i know where new year's comes from which is from the when the senators started to work mm -hmm. in rome but i've i've never known where they figured where they got that date so right. it might come from there yeah huh. there we go and then yule log do you have anything on the yule log uh i mean i just kind of know where do you go go ahead i just know like I don't know for us i started using it as like when because we cut down our own christmas tree mm -hmm. and so i use like the base of that as the yule log so you use it afterwards i i don't know the, about the yule log so i don't oh, i don't know I, all i have is that it was used with holly to purify the air 
originally and oh. then later on it became like a cake you know when it was you know used by the colonizer it was like oh no it's tradition and they made it a cake you know but I don't, I've never done a yule log so I have no idea what it's supposed to be all right so I've got the tree for the yule log was very carefully selected the log is meant to protect the home and would be burned in the hearth throughout the 12 days of yule hmm. so I yeah I just did a big like I got the piece from the tree and i uh put it in like the center of the table and i melted candles on so they would like stick on top of the log and then i lit that for like the center piece for our table for so originally it's part of the same tree that you were bringing in because i know that the christmas tree comes from selecting a tree from the from the outside and bringing it in as a representation of like warming up the tree spirits or the forest spirits that i don't know where the overlap is so that i mean that's what i had heard where the like christmas tree right thing comes from right and then you decorating it and you know so it started as a log and moved into a tree no i i mean the tree has always been like the tree is just since it's cold outside right right and obviously you can't move the whole forest in but you're just like showing like goodwill to the forest like hey yo i know it's cold out there and you know you're right you're reckon you're recognizing and you're you know showing the the spirits of the forest that you're like goodwill right oh. and it's like bringing the tree in is like you know here's a warm space my home you know mi casa es tu casa oh. any tree spirits that want to come in you are welcome to come to my hearth yeah, right yeah you're welcome to sit by my fire and here's the tree that's the representation of you being able to come in and you know chill by my fire gotcha you know? that's that's what the christmas tree is supposed to represent right um the yule log obviously if it's starting on winter solstice and burning for the 12 days Mm -hmm. the only other thing i know about it originally and i know it had to do with the holly and with the purification and so that like it so that it didn't like people didn't get sick Mm -hmm. because obviously again it's winter it's cold right it's like cold season so i know that and like you're the herb girl so but i know that the holly and the other ones that they were using the well everything's for cleansing everything's for cleansing and for people not getting sick purification yeah purification and not getting sick so i know that i that that's the reason that they were using those spice not spices but those specific herbs and herbs right yeah and i know that that's part of it but i I don't know more about the i've personally never done the yule log okay yeah last year was my or no so it'd been two years two years yeah and it was just because we do the cutting down the christmas tree and then i kind of learned a little bit more about like uh protection for the home with the yule log and i was like well that's cool i'll always we'll look it up yeah and and if any of um, our listeners since obviously that's not very no <laughs> not very latinas because we don't have uh, those over there so something that we're more experiencing now that we're living in places where there are evergreens right, right. um if any of you have more information on the yule log shoot us a message yeah write us, us. no because you know, we'd love to be able to incorporate it, especially now that our home is surrounded by all these evergreen trees and Absolutely. they are part of like our reality. We'd love that. Um, yeah. So that's all I had that it was, you know, it was to cleanse the with the holly was to purify and, and also with the ashes turned into like like incense, like to venerate mm-hmm. the ancestors. Yeah, that's cool. Mm, do you have anything else? I have a little bit of a, the Italian one, which is with, um, in Winter Solstice, La Befana, which is the witch that goes around and gives candy to kids. What? You don't know La Befana? No. Oh, she's so awesome. She's like this witch. Okay. She flies around. Uh-huh. And she gives candy to kids. 
So it's kind of like a Halloween Santa mix kind I of thing. I love it. She's wonderful. Italian magic is pretty awesome. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, I don't know much about it because obviously, yeah. first of all, Italy is, you know, unfortunately, it's a small um it's a small culture, you know, and their their population isn't growing. Mm-hmm. So it is one that, that people have to take care of it, you know, culturally. Mm-hmm. But they have La Befana. And, um, and she leaves, fun. yeah, she, she flies around and she leaves candy for the kids. I love it. Yeah, my kids know about her yeah. because, <laughs> of course, they know about anybody that gives things away. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> like, sure, sign me up. Like, yeah, mom, I believe in this too now. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, they know about her. You're a witch mom? She's a witch, you know, she oh. gives candy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Get on that train. Get on that train. Come on. So, yeah. So, in general, um, and so we were going to talk about what we do in Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. right? You yes. mentioned Okay. So, Puerto Rico, it has the longest Christmas of the world, as per the Guinness World Record. Okay? Because our, and, you know, Christmas, including the winter solstice, of course, in its, in its midst of it, we start celebrating the day before Thanksgiving, and we celebrate officially because, I mean, I can tell you some Puerto Ricans start in September. But officially, <laughs> we start the day before Thanksgiving and we celebrate all the way through January about 18th. Okay. So what's included in that whole period? We have obviously the Thanksgiving weekend. Then we have Advent. Then we have um, the winter solstice. Then we have Christmas. Then we have end of the year, including Day of the Innocents, the Los Inocentes, which is like pra- um, pranks, and pranks and stuff like that. Sort of like your April Fools. Yeah. Um, same thing happens in Australia, Canada. They have um, Boxing Day, I think they call it. Mm-hmm. So very common to have like um, Prankster Day there. Um, all that's celebrating and includes um parrandas which is like christmas caroling on steroids because it's not like ring the bell and la, la, la. it's like we show up at your house at 3 a.m oh, when you're sleeping and we start banging and then you when you turn on the lights then we're like Wah! and then you have to open the door and then you have to re- open the door receive us and have snacks and food and I love beverages so much. yes it's wonderful and then we steal you and you go with us and we attack another person. Amazing. We usually do hit about three houses per night. Last one is at 6 a.m. when the sun comes up. Oh. And that one has to give us breakfast. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, unless you're the one making breakfast. Right. And then, <laughs> but it's awesome. Um, and then you're just playing typical music and stuff. And so um, then they have... And then there's, like I said, Dia um, Inocentes. Then there's the end of the year. And then there's the Three Kings Day. And then there is the Octavitas, which are the eight days after Three Kings Day, which is supposedly what it took them to get back home. Mm-hmm. They were hot. They had express I, hot wow. camels. <laughs> and then talking about <laughs> talking about Santa's eight little reindeer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Three Kings had like some mean ass camels. And um, bullet train camels. Yeah. <laughs> And um, and then after that, we have um, the patron saint of San Juan, which is San Sebastián. And there's the festivities of San Sebastián, which is sort of like a mini Mardi Gras. Okay. And then that, and then when that finishes, which is January 17th. So if it, it's like, if it's January 17th and it, and it lands on a Thursday or Friday, it'll go through the whole weekend because it's like a whole weekend party. Mm-hmm. So it ends you know the 18th the 19th whenever that finishes if it ends up being a saturday or sunday when it just finishes that day so and that's when christmas is over 
Bueno, I think that's it. Um, anyways, winter solstice, you know, you have stuff. You have stuff. Yeah. How to celebrate. Oh, I've got like correspondences and stuff. So yeah. just, um, so for Yule winter solstice correspondences, some intentions are going to be resting, goal setting, gratitude, uh, peace, new beginnings, um, rumination and reflection, self-care, all this stuff, you know, just to kind of prepare you into having like a great new year. Um, as far as foods goes, citrus fruits are going to be really big, root vegetables, baked goods, roasted meats, nuts, stews, soups, pomegranate, gingerbread, and for drinks, eggnog, hot chocolate, mulled wine. Coquito, yep. not eggnog. Coquito. <laughs> Coquito. <laughs> and then anything that kind of heats you up, like we talked about earlier, the colors associated with winter solstice are going to be dark green, orange, red. Gold and silver, which we're going to talk about for the New Year's. That's a big one. Uh, white, black, and blue. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. And then the herbs are the herbs are really fun. They're all uh, going to be really fragrant, too, and fun to burn, which most things are. Evergreen trees. Her pyromania came out. Most things are fun to burn. <laughs> slipped out a little bit. Um... But evergreen trees, poinsettia, mistletoe, birch, oak, rosemary, holly, ivy, mint, rose hips, yew tree, bay leaves, cinnamon, cardamom, star anise, cloves, nutmeg, myrrh, frankincense, sage. All kind of the your usual. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. You want me to roll into? Yes. Roll into astrology, please. What was it? 11 through 24th? Yes. Okay. So the 11th, we have the sun is sextiling Saturn, which is great. It's like, ooh, you know, and it's a Monday. So it's a day like, ooh, I'm going to go and I'm going to slay this day. I'm going to, you know, kill the world and I'm going to do everything on my to-do list. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to finish the year strong, which is great. It's going to last two days. <laughs> because. Something is coming. Uh, yeah, because on the, on the 14th, your the sun is going to be squaring Neptune, which is going to be sort of like. You're going to be allergic to hard work. <laughs> the steam is going to have definitely worn off. It's going to be like, oh, no, I'm listless. Um, but, you know, you get a two, two days. days yeah. You get two days, you know. So I've told you here. So that way you don't try to make plans for two weeks and you rather make plans for two days. Uh-huh. And then that way you won't feel disappointed. Yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, that day I, on the 14th, I do not recommend you do anything um, surgery wise. Okay. Then I um, don't have much going on on the 15th or the 16th because you're listless. You're, uh. <laughs> then the 17th, we have Mercury's trining Uranus, which is there's something going on and there's buzzing. There's some possibilities, something stimulating, maybe some tech, maybe some, you know, some scandal, something going on. If you're psychic, your awareness is going to be really highlighted. You're going to be getting some hits. OK, on the 19th, Venus is going to be squaring Chiron. And Mars is going to be sextiling Chiron as well. So this is, you know, there's going to be a lot of energy. Um, but also others are going to be a little metiche. People are going to be like into your life and giving opinions about you and about your love life and about your, you know, decisions and stuff like that. And you're going to be highly energetic and like defending yourself. So hopefully those two things don't clash. Yeah. Because like, you know, hopefully they're two different separate aspects and not like, what you talking about, Mike? <laughs> so, you have been forewarned. 
on the 20th, Jupiter goes into Aries. So you know that it was in Aries, it went into Pisces, and it goes back into Jupiter, into Aries again. So when it was in Aries, like at the beginning of the year or mid-year, we felt like a lot of like, oh, I'm doing this, I'm going to go for this. And it was very me-centered, right? Because Aries is more of like a, like a, like a toddler, like, oh, what am I doing? Oh, look at my hand, right? And then Pisces <laughs> is more of a collective. It's more like, oh, the we, and we're going to move forward, right? And now it's going back into Aries, which is good because we're going into the end of the year. And this end of the year makes us focus, right? Um, even if it's an artificial end of the year date, like we've established, right. it's still one that we are currently living in. And people start reviewing, right? They're, you start reviewing what have I done? What haven't I done? What do I want? What are my goals for the following year? Which is what we're going to be talking about next time. Right. Um, so it's good that it goes into areas because you can focus on your own goals and your priorities and what your plans are for the future. Um, so it's focused back on self and, and directing and it helps you to seek opportunities. And it will allow you to break up with um, the things that are holding you back. Great. Okay. The 21st is the day that we were talking about. It's the winter solstice. And this day, the sun goes into Capricorn. The sun going into Capricorn makes it a little bit more. Capricorn is, you know, it's the CEO of the of the Zodiac, okay. right? So it's very direct, organized sort of energy, a little dry, but, you know, it's pretty, pretty you know structured. Yeah, pretty structured. They can be a little pessimistic, but they're pretty structured. And they're the workhorses. They're definitely workhorses. Okay. The 22nd, Venus is going to try to rain us, which let you know, good day to get freaky. Um, always. Expert, yes. I always have, your, <laughs> I always have my day to highlight. <laughs> then the 23rd is our new moon in Capricorn. Great day to do prosperity work or to do um, anything for related to work or to career or anything like that. This is, or power, if you, you know, if you want to do a king ping or whatever this is a good day to do power work or okay. to do um, money work or to do career work or reputation work if you want to like grow your reputation and let others like know your name or anything like that you want to become a superstar this is a good day to do um ritual or work around that next 23 the 23rd yeah cool. then on the 24th mercury is going to be sextiling neptune Okay, so the Mercury sextiling Neptune only happens twice a year. And then it just, it, it, it basically, Neptune is really vague, right? And sort of like out of touch and like dreamy kind of fantasy. And Mercury is like about a communication, right? And usually when they get together, it kind of like, it kind of like shrinks the space between what's possible and what's reality okay right so it kind of like allows you to kind of like hone in and be able to like oh actually talk things through and say oh this is actually true you know real or possible and this is it isn't right okay now every six years including this one we get three mercury um sextiling neptunes okay but the middle one lands in a mercury retrograde okay and that what it does is it actually allows you to go back and see where like it, it actually allows you to make something real out of something that might seem like fantasy okay which if you look at the new moon in capricorn and if you did something like seemed like it was impossible or something like some sort of working around that mm -hmm. it's it's a good aspect like if you take that into consideration you know 
Um, and I mentioned that because obviously we're, that's towards the end of the year, but the following week, which we'll talk about next podcast, we do have our last Mercury retrograde of the year. Okay. Okay. But no, that's what we have. It's not bad. Like I mentioned, December this year is not emotional. There are a couple of things happening, but it's not an emotional month. I love month. that for us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. We can be busy, yeah. but we don't have to be. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Awesome. So Thank that's you so it. much. You're welcome. All right. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with another episode the week after next. But in the meantime, you can email us at thebrewhousebroadcast at gmail.com. For me, Dion, you can find my artwork at lasprimasmaritas.com. Or for booking healing work, I'm at unusualhealing.com. Or sdlunacy on Instagram. Great. And for me, Sasha, you can find me on Facebook with Brujeria 101. And you can all find me on Instagram as Brujeria101S. Because <laughs> somebody had the 101. And I also have Brujeria101.com. And there we'll have like um, response buttons that you can push to Amazing. book like palm readings or natal charts and stuff like that. Great. Yeah. Thank you so much. Bye.